Well, first off, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Ah! Oh my goodness. And also, too, welcome to our pilot episode of Damn Boo. Damn. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I'm Damica, the damn part of the name. (laughs) And I'm Zenabu, and that's why we got Boo. And welcome to our show and everything. So to kick things off, we're going to have um, Voice Out Show Out, which is basically our wait, segment. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. I'm it's Valentine's Day. I'm really not trying to talk about that. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to all the singles, to all the couples, to everybody out there. Happy Valentine's Day. I mean, we're here we're recording for you guys. So we're showing how much love we have for you. <laughs> you could be a little bit more happier than that. I could appreciate that. Look, I think um, what's really weird about Valentine's Day is the fact that um, every year I feel like it brings like a new energy. Like mm-hmm. either people are so with it or people are like completely against it. And honestly, my memory don't serve me. I don't know what happened last Valentine's Day. <laughs> I thought it was cute. Um, even though Valentine's Day shouldn't be the only day that, you know, you celebrate it for your loved yeah. ones or whatever. Um, yeah, it is give, a day. Gives every it's day. cute. Gives every yeah. day. Exactly. The least you deserve, right? Exactly. Like, I feel like I have to speak my love language, like, on this day particularly. Because, okay, so, lesson time. So, I love languages, right? <laughs> so, we have, uh. Uh, <laughs> we have touch. We have words of affirmation, acts of service, gift giving. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, quality time, right? Wow. I feel like mine is definitely touch and uh, acts of service. So I'm going to be practicing that towards myself today. I did take a test a while back ago. And I think, think if I can remember, mine was quality time. Oh, you like quality time? I guess. <laughs> well, we'll have to take the test again, and I'll Aquarius, confirm it for sure. But you know, I like. I feel like a quality time has to be a little bit lower on my list, just because mm. I'm a little too busy these days, you know. And plus, I'm she said I'm booked and busy. Booked I'm and busy. Like <laughs> all y'all know, but like <laughs> I send voice messages because I really can't take the time to like really text. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just talk to you like through that. So yeah, it's a little cute quirk of mine. It's okay. it's bad for the Tinder dates though. I will say that yeah. they don't. Yeah, you know, two to three business days, I'll get back to you. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that's enough about uh, love lies <laughs> oh, uh, for I, today. Actually, we oh. have to talk about consent though. We gotta talk oh, about consent. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's right, always right. important. Right. Regardless if it's like a hookup or regardless if it's like your relationship or if y'all bumping and grinding, whatever, mm-hmm. like. And just make sure there is that line of consent. Don't, don't use that reference. What? Bumping Grandin? What? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Love making? Wait, what do oh. you want me to say? Oh, okay. Oh, That's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Okay, Let's friend. forget about it. Okay, but, <laughs> you know, consent is always important, as Zamika said. Um, you know, make sure you know your boundaries. Right. It's better to be safe. You know, protected. Um, know your self worth. 
I see a lot of people in Valentine's Day definitely taking the time out for themselves. Um, yeah. And especially during this pandemic, too, it's always great to take time out for yourself. Like, Exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, truthfully, I don't know how things going to pan out like mm-hmm. from this point on, but I feel like it's just at this point, if love means watching some shows on Netflix and getting your fuzzy socks, going to do that. Yes. Can do that. Yes. I mean, we had our own little Galentine's Day uh, yesterday, and we watched To All the Boys I Loved Before, mm-hmm. um, part three. So it's out on Netflix. Um, you can watch that with your girlies, or yeah, you know, just your friends. Girls, but, gays, days, you know. Yeah, that's, everybody. You know, everyone. Um, but besides that, let's go on to our first segment then. First segment time. Okay. So, voice out, show out. Um, this is a time where we take to talk about what's been going on out in activism and what people are doing to contribute to their individual communities with mm-hmm. forever, with love, with everything that is all good about communities. So, yeah, you want to yeah. go ahead and start? Um, well, first community I want to shout out is Ebony which is Emerson's black organization here on Emerson's Boston campus. I think they're um, expanding also to their LA campus as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like this last week, they had um, like a luncheon event in which you could talk to alumni, I believe. And then also they were doing um, a Zoom uh, meeting, which you had, you know, a conversation with doctors and how that, conversation is very serious with not only COVID, um, but just how black people are treated in hospitals. And I thought that was very important. Um, And if you guys can, you know, just go on out and support your black organizations, you know, join. Um, You know, it's very hard out here, especially going to PWI. you know, so <laughs> there's very limited spaces in which you can feel like yourself, feel comfortable, yeah. and also share the same experiences with all your other black folks out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Look, on that same note, um, I think a big part of Black History Month is allowing black people to tell what black history is Mm -hmm. because I feel we rely on too many non-black POCs or white uh, individuals to lead like the curriculums and the education behind black history when it's not their history so I want to give a great shout out to I Heart Erica on Instagram she's also like a sex educator she's a racial social gender justice disruptor a writer a podcaster like she does everything mm. and I'm, we're gonna plug in her socials down below and everything but we, we, we love this we love she's this. been doing such a great job like every day uh since uh february 1st and everything she's mm. been releasing so many great testimonials and great um lecturers by like um by black people who are identifying with different parts of the greater diaspora and uh, really talking about the other sides that I feel like aren't touched on in Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Like I, on the train over, I was listening to um, this one person, they were talking about um, what Afro-Latinx communities uh, mm. uh, mean in terms of anti-blackness and how they contend with that and the history behind that. And she's just like, she does does a great job of representing um, all those individual voices because I feel like one of the things I like about this is the fact that 
with uh, the people that she's showing. They're people that have, like, first of all, extensive research in their fields, but mm -hmm. also, too, like, they're people like you and me. Like, they, we, they can also, like, they don't have to have, like, this big degree from, like, Harvard or, yeah. like, have this, like, huge lecture from, like, TED Talks or some shit like that. Like, they can literally just be, like, one of them was actually um, in North Carolina and she was, like, a student. And yeah. she was just talking about like this really profound thing about uh, queer identities and uh, what it means to bond through those identities. And I think it's just the fact that we can relate to those experiences um, as a whole. And Black History Month, I mean, it should only be a month, okay? It's a short um, month too. That's like it, it really is a short month. Yeah. Um, it's as we're saying, Black His like Happy Black History Month. It's already like halfway through the month um it went yeah. by so quick um i feel like i didn't even get to like really you know sink in and you know just take time but right. you know people shouldn't just take this just because it's a holiday to only make sure that they're only celebrating this holiday for a particular day or a particular month yeah. um because yeah. there's so much more behind it and there's so much more behind um just black history in general um that it's not going to be covered in a month so i'm gonna need y'all to keep continuing educating yourself throughout your whole lifetime okay because yeah. it's it's more than that it really, is. it really is yeah i feel like i think that's like another thing about um going into like what anti-racism uh, mm -hmm. um, work looks like and everything just because of the fact that um there's structures in place perpetuated by white supremacy, perpetuated by so much institutional racism that it's not enough to just put reforms. It's yeah. not enough to just educate yourself or acknowledge the problems there. You have to take proactive action towards it. So I feel like on top of that too, um, like you said, it's a continuous effort. It's, I mean, as short as February is, like y'all should be educating yeah, yourselves. like regardless. Year <laughs> round. Like it isn't when protests spike. It isn't when Black History Month happens. Like it's every time you get the chance like yeah, when, every day for sure. like yeah so, yeah i think well i, I just want to say um you know because one of the greatest legends out there um recently you know passed mm -hmm. um so r.i.p cicely tyson mm -hmm. mm. she she was a good one okay she, she added so much to the black experience itself um mm -hmm. so it was glad to just like it was just good times like seeing her in films and mm -hmm. you know just seeing her career and expanding she's she's literally an icon herself um mm -hmm. yeah. so you know rest in peace to her mm -hmm. um but also just i i hope people do share this experience especially other black folks um you know the right way to kind of just you know go about life because i feel like there's so many things like that you know we take for granted and mm -hmm. um just Learn about your culture within itself. That's an important conversation mm -hmm. because as we learn, obviously in America, black people are not treated right, and we're one of the uh, one of the groups of people who are heavily affected by the pandemic. Um, so, mm -hmm. and you can see that there's just it's it's just not matching up. Yeah, it's just not matching up at all. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things that I think. You know, at any any moment, I think Black Lives should be celebrated mm -hmm. as much as it's integrated into like, a system where we, I don't know, I feel like there was such a system that 
perpetuated that we were all equal and everything. And then whenever, you know, we start growing up and start mm-hmm. feel, like, feeling those effects of those oppressive s- structures, internalizing some of them, I feel like the work is also important to consider from a therapeutic point of view. Because I know, like, having black icons like Cicely Tyson mm-hmm. die and then having, like, the pandemic on top of it and then yeah. having so much, like, structural injustices, racism, police brutality, whatever it be, like, those are huge triggers. And I feel like those are definitely shouldn't be weights burdened Mm -hmm. too heavily on the black community whenever non-black poc or even white people can alleviate yeah our allies can alleviate that so yeah for sure i think yeah but on a lighter note i hope that all of y'all are taking the time for black history month to continuously like we said educate but also uh to wrap around it Mm -hmm. celebrate too so Happy Black History Month, y'all. Happy Black History Month. <sighs> All right. So now we're going to go into the Shamble Diaries. You want to go into what the Shamble Diaries um, is? <laughs> you know, you had this, this, this creative idea for the name. I did. So <laughs> I, I, I want you to speak on it a little bit more. Um, You're right. You're let, right. Let's You're hear right. what all the Shambles <laughs> is about. Let me clear my throat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So the Shamble Diaries is basically um, where we choose a community or like a news topic for the week or whatever Mm -hmm. to really center on like what is bringing everybody and their mamas (laughs) in shambles Shambles. (laughs) over this. And um, usually they're just like, usually like hot topics and things that of that nature and everything, something that's trending, something that um, occurred really recently. So... Um, but they're usually from a messy perspective mm-hmm. <laughs> of, like, the gritty <laughs> and the nitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all of that. So, yeah, that's what the Shamble Diaries is. I'm glad you said that. Because that one took some time. I was a little high when I made it, though. So. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, we're going to go into the first Shamble conversation, which is yeah. the girl and girl. Uh, <sighs> It's been a long... It feels so long. It, it feels like, honestly, I don't even know how long this took. I a couple weeks? Like, literally, I want to say, like, I figured it out about it, like, the beginning of last week. <laughs> but <laughs> for some reason, this feels like a six-month-long process yes. of just talking about this. But my at least my thoughts about it is, it's like, I... First off, I feel bad for her just because I just... I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like the like the health toll that it took and mm-hmm. like the amount of like desolate resources between, I mean, obviously our, um, what is it called? Medical insurance or what is it, what yeah. is it called? Like insurance, insurance, like our medical system doesn't like support any, like a majority of people at all. Mm-hmm. Like you have to pay out of pocket and everything. So a lot of the things um, that she was contending with, I really feel for her on that one. Mm-hmm. But I'm just glad that she's okay now. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, I'm yeah. glad she's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just considering, like, well, where was the mix-up between the Gorilla Glue and what What else was she using? Um, um, got to got, be. Got to be, yeah. Um... You got to do what you got to Like, I'm not judging her. Like, no, please don't use the glue at all. Like, I heard they took it off the shelf, so. so Damn, so now what people going to use like, to fix their houses? Was it this? Oh <laughs> 1,000 glue is still there. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. 
<laughs> like, I think they removed the spray that at least okay. that right, maybe. Uh, you know, sometimes I just be scrolling through the timeline. Yeah. yeah. Which is, okay, I want to bring up a point. Um, you know, she ended up did getting, you know, medical care. She was able to, you know, she a miracle. She didn't lose mm-hmm. her hair. Yeah. Um, she did have to cut off her hair from the ponytail. But mm-hmm. what kind of confused me is um, how I, I think it was TMZ made claims about her suing, like, um, you know, bringing out a lawsuit. Oh, yeah. yeah and But that. they were the same people that were able to get access um, to a, a recording of her after the surgery or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, it's kind of weird because, like, how, why, like, mm. kind of like, it got messy because this, in a way, is just the media trying to find something that's not there. Yeah. And then you kind of taking advantage of the the moment mm-hmm. or the person. Um, they definitely vilify her a lot, mm-hmm. like, throughout this whole entire, like, coverage and event and everything. But, yeah. Yeah, and there was another whole thing with the GoFundMe um, and how mm-hmm. people donated um, and how she got the procedure done for free. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what's, what's some of your thoughts on that? Truthfully... Get your coin. <laughs> like, get your coin. Like, I don't... Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Get your coin. <laughs> like, literally, like, I, I mean, it was obvious that she didn't know yeah. prior to, like, making this GoFundMe that this would be covered, like, completely. Because what surgery is covered? covered. <laughs> like, completely, first off. And second off, like, it's... I, I mean, on top of it, I don't think she's going to be using that for her own leisure and yeah, anything. Yeah, that's like, true. That, the money is probably going to be going towards other things, <laughs> like having to do with just regular, regular hospital things. And I just feel like, yeah, honestly, I just feel like it was needed regardless. Like, regardless of what position she's mm-hmm. in, whether there's medications. Because, like, just because the surgery is free doesn't mean, like, whatever aftercare she has to do is it's free, free, too. Yeah. So it's like, I just don't, I don't see the hatred. Y'all, y'all don't, don't donate your coin out of the goodness of your hearts, right? That's, like, what, that's what I was like, going to say. I was like, like, you can't be mad if you pitched into her GoFundMe and now you want a refund. Exactly. Because I'm pretty sure on a GoFundMe, don't don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure on a GoFundMe, <laughs> it says you can't have no refunds, okay? <laughs> so you like, donated willingly. Willingly. And willingly. I, I feel like, too, on top of that, it's like, I think a lot of people are getting mad that she's getting, like, so famous. And it's just, like, how many other, look, <laughs> how many other significant, I'm talking about bad baby, yeah. white <laughs> type of figures got, got blown up out of nowhere <laughs> for Yucky. the most insignificant, insula- like, at this point, I'm, I'm letting y'all know. Anybody could be famous because y'all giving everybody and anybody the platform to. Yeah, uh, six nine still famous. So y'all did that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at y'all like, like that's what I'm saying. Like I just don't, I, I, I don't see. I feel like y'all just placing hatred because honestly, y'all want your money y'all, back. That's it. Y'all want your money back, and plus some of y'all actually might be racist. <laughs> like mm-hmm. actually might hate black women, and that's. Yes. And that's remove not cute. BLM from your bio immediately. Like it's just thank you. No. Um, and so you know, over this weekend, um, talking about you know vilifying women. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
the you know the Britney Spears documentary came out this weekend. Um, I watched it with my sweet mates. The mm-hmm. uh, um, I've heard about you know the whole conservatorship, you know, going on before the doc- documentary. Right. But the New York Times actually decided to um, yeah. cover this. It's on Hulu. Right? Yes, yeah. it is on Hulu. So check it out if you haven't checked it out. I'm mm-hmm. over here plugging stuff like I'm the one who's <laughs> over here promoting it. But, <laughs> um, no, I think it's a, a good thing to check out because, you know, the hashtag Free Britney has been going around everywhere um, mm-hmm. for a while now. Yeah. And um, the documentary does point out a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we saw over this weekend, it spin it into Justin Timberlake came in with a trash human being. Um, he came out with an apology to not only... Britney, but also Janet. But we're gonna, I guess we're gonna dive into the Britney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Britney, let's go dive into that because I don't want to talk about Toxic Men quite yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but what do you think about um, the Britney documentary? I think it's like, I think a point that the documentary pointed out, which was really interesting, it was Britney is a woman who is running basically a business. Does not does that not show some type of function or control over her life? Yeah, she's an independent woman. (laughs) She's been doing these residencies, um, Mm -hmm. and she basically she's been performing everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know her personal life, so I can't really expand beyond that. Mm -hmm. But I'm 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 trying to like understand. I feel like it's a whole big part of our justice system but also just um, criticizing, like, her father has... Well, her father is, you know, the co, I guess. Yeah, like, uh, he's still... Like, he no longer has the conservatorship or whatever, yeah. but he still receives all of her uh, financials or, like, fundings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So he still has some control. Yeah. Um, Just not, like, where he was before, which he had literally, like, everything. everything. Um, yeah. But... I'm trying to understand, like, this point of, like, she's, she literally has control in what it seems like her life. So I'm trying to see where, where did this go wrong? Um, why is she being denied um, the rights that she's seeking out? Like, that's just, it's just interesting because yeah. that's a lot. Like, I don't know what you think, but. Yeah, honestly, with the documentary, whenever I think about, Britney and everything because like I feel like part of me knew something was up Mm -hmm. and everything but I never like just the way the media really vilified her and really placed so much hatred towards this girl for Mm -hmm. no reason like when I say that she's what she's been performing since she was like a child and she's been in the limelight ever since and to have like this you know this ruling over your life into your adulthood and everything I can't imagine, like, mentally what that would do. Because, like, everybody has their mental breaks. Like, everybody, like, I think there was a distinct difference of how y'all treated her mental break. Mm -hmm. Y'all were trying to cast it away, victimize it. You know, you're trying to really weaponize it for your own media gain versus actually, like, trying to treat her and help her rehabilitate. Like, it, honestly, I feel like that's, kind of like a side story for a lot of like child stars Sorry, though, so that yeah. like grow into it because like especially you know yeah. uh young girls that are looking to pursue into the industry right. um 
And there's just a real difference out there between how women and men are treated, especially oh, yeah. in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. That's just that's just something within itself. It did point out in a documentary, um, there was one point where she was doing a, a hometown uh, performance oh, or like something. A, like at a mall, right? Um, no, this one was actually, she went on a stage. Oh, like when she and, was, yeah, yeah. And the host about. had mm-hmm. asked her about a boyfriend. And I was like, why is that such an important question at literally like seven to eight years old? Like, exactly. that's not the first thing that's on her mind, especially for mm-hmm. someone who's trying to get to where she is now. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure people want to know so many other different things um, about her as a person. Exactly. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I just don't like it. It It's definitely, like, whenever I see those uh, videos and everything and those interviews, you can definitely tell, like, everyone was, like, trying to place some their sexual fantasies on her, and that was mm-hmm. so disturbing. Because it's, like... First off, like, why is the first question to seven, eight-year-old, or like, I think towards like when she was like a teenager or whatever, they started asking about her breasts and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that? How did that? What? What's not clicking? <laughs> what's not putting together? Like, that would be a valid question for me to ask a international pop star. Like, bitch, what? Like, I, I just, I'm, I'm just telling some people lost some brain cells. They did, and I feel like that was some like that was a, definitely grooming ta- like tactics like mm-hmm. right then and there, and I feel like. For so so much of her career, it was so hard for her to like really express herself because like I think the way she was expressing herself to me was not like as sexualized and everything mm-hmm. as people were making it out to be. Like, and there's a difference too. Like you literally. can embrace your sexuality. Exactly. Um, and there was a lot of conversation also mentioned in the documentary about how her um sh- her her embracing her sexuality is not a good role model for uh, children. Um, but you have to kind of understand yeah. the degree. Um, parents also do have, um, you know, a bit of control into their children's life Literally. of, like, what they're exposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you can't, it's, it's like you can't tell an individual, like, you can't do this, you can't do this. Um, because last time I, I thought, we was, we was like living our life so exactly um, like even when she was a teenager like at the, you're gonna have to have some agency like mm-hmm. with your life and everything at that point like obviously not going off like the rails but i think everyone was expecting her so much too that like when she did it was just like oh we, we were right and it's like bitch what mm-hmm. yeah like were y'all really casting on her downfall and why are you all believing some little some little white boy <laughs> about <laughs> all the things like he she cheated on me blah 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 Okay, and like what? How's I like? I know the early two thousands was mm-hmm. different. The <laughs> early two thousands, it's it was real different. It's um, like, but you know, just mm-hmm. why was it that it kind of felt like the world took his side against hers? Oh, yeah. Um, no, and mm-hmm. that was just that was just sad to see because this is why we have um, issues today with you know um, matters on just like. Um, victims or survivors um themselves and why Mm -hmm. they don't want to speak out or how um the media also had a big play into um you know kind of this whole thing um even one of the paparazzis that was like a former paparazzi Mm -hmm. in the documentary said like 
she didn't tell us really. He was very, he was very wishy-washy. Like, just leave her alone, okay? Yeah. You didn't get it through your head, and then you kind of provoked it. And so then when. He made me so mad. When you got the reaction you you got, then you was over there looking like boo-boo the fool. Literally. Like, I think one of the things that I really disdain about this is that, like, it wasn't only Brittany, but also, like, Janet, too. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that we're getting, we're even receiving apology years later. This is what I don't appreciate when men come <laughs> out with apologies years later. Because first off, first of all, it was way too long. Way I too saw long. It, it took seventeen years, I think, for an apology. That first off, unprovoked. how long have you been grown? How long have you been grown? How long has you been hearing about this? Mm-hmm. Like, don't pretend you were like, oh, I usually stay out of drama, yeah. bitch. You started the drama. <laughs> like, you were the one that was out here speaking. Like, it was crazy how it, obsessed yeah. he was with Brittany and also obsessed with vilifying Janet and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it took you, you. He performed a whole fucking Super Bowl in the same. Literally, it was more, like. Like, I, I, I literally read and it was like, she got disinvited to the Grammys afterwards. And he performed in the Gram- that Grammys um, that week after or so, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she basically kind of, like, basically lost her credibility. Her, she basically lost, like... Over, cre- like, just seeing titty. Like, it was literally unprovoked. And like, it wasn't, it wasn't something that was, it was, they said it was planned as part of the performance. But what actually came out of it yeah. was not plan if okay so she Mm -hmm. wasn't supposed to be fully exposed it was yeah there there was another layer underneath you know we all we all seen those rip off pants or whatever for shows and performances so it was supposed to be something like that what ended up occurring after that that is kind of where like she felt like she lost the trust um because yeah that's what i'm saying but it's like it was on accident. Like yeah. she didn't in, intend to, to or anything. And even even if so, like if something like was malfunctioning and everything, mm-hmm. like why doesn't it go back to like the fact that y'all can literally cut cameras? Like mm-hmm. right, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the fact that everyone the way they handled it was like this whole media circus of just putting her in blame, blaming her for the reason why their children be watching. Mm-hmm. Like you know all these like inconsistent like underlying problems yeah that is just like has nothing to do like you were still a parent you mm-hmm. were still like in control of what your kids can see and everything For sure. and also you can control the conversation mm-hmm. like kids aren't over here like talking about oh my god is that oppressed no like mm-hmm. they're literally inquisitive they're just like Oh, her top just went went off, and it's just like, yeah, it was probably on accident. That's it. That's literally that was that was the, the conversation. Y'all didn't have to be like, oh yeah, she's such a slut, or yeah, she was really like, provocative. Like, like we don't no. need all this blame name type of game. Like, that's I mean, y'all. Not me trying to rhyme, but honestly, it's just what was it like? Well, she's the only female here, so let's all blame like blame it on her because. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you guys have like? I'm talking about the guys. Did y'all have some sort of pact? Like, was it like this is something that we we are always seeing and is slowly unveiling in the entertainment industry in the world. Like, there's it's very 
it's very sad because it's like what to think what if that was your own daughter or you know what if that was your niece um or what if that was someone you knew um you know and i feel like they didn't take into account of how much how much his actions hurt these women and how big of a uh, role it played and to come out with an apology years later like it's it's not sincere in the slightest we know that but it's Mm -hmm. like i think the problem with coming out of the apology years later and conveniently during a time whenever like this documentary comes out it's like you weren't thinking about your the wrongness Mm -hmm. then so why are you coming out of now like Unless it's for some type of game, unless you like, there's no realization. It's probably if it because was, his like, name got brought up again. His name got brought up again, and plus another thing about him too is like, like not to derail too much, but like, he consistently steals and appropriates from black culture. Like mm. his music is literally a sense like, like a poor copy print of what a lot of black <laughs> artists uh, like Usher and like Neo and stuff like 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 those are classic r&b artists mm-hmm. he stole from and everything and you know collaborated with or whatever and not maybe. speaking of that janet too and janet too like the fact that he had the audacity to steal from like black culture but and then discredit a black woman mm-hmm. and on top of manipulate other women into this game like and have you seen his dance he looked like a little girl we're not going to even talk about that but it's just it's just I, it's very disappointing um Especially coming out, like we mentioned, just with the apology years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying you have to force anybody to make an apology towards you because then, you know, at that point, it's not genuine. Um, mm-hmm. But there's always, a, I feel like, a time um, in which you can either make sure you actually sit down, think about it, and have an apology at a due time. But something like 17 years... That's 17 years she carried all that pain with her. That's 17 years she got discredited. Mm -hmm. That's 17 years she's not going to get back all this, you know, Mm -hmm. of what she just lost. So Mm -hmm. for you to come out now, and he probably reached out to her behind the scenes and stuff like that, but also you have to take into account if she's ready for the apology as well because it did hurt her. Right, like I think the misconception is like just because you apologize doesn't mean I have to accept it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't. Like, truthfully, for any of these people in the situation, the women in the situation, like, I fully just want to wish them all the healing and the blessings and whatever comes their way and safety, too. Especially, you know, the best of luck to Brittany, especially, to mm-hmm. get out of this, like, legal battle and this obligation that, you know, was emplaced on her. So, like, when I was watching the documentary, it really felt like it was a place on her simply because she wasn't the woman people were wanting Lord, her to be. Yeah. Like, people were wanting her to be the sexual object for them to, like, objectify and manipulate. And the moment that she shows some type, some ounce of, like, humanness, like... That's where it all went out the window. That's when it went out the window, so... Like... But, you know, we're hoping, you know, these women finally come out strong through this. Yeah. I, I feel like they... They, these are incredible women. They have established... Yeah, they have their accolades yes. outside of this. Like, yeah. we already know who Brittany and Janet is, okay? Right. Um, and it's the same thing with, you know, the girl or goo girl. Mm-hmm. We all gotta make sure that, you know, women are protected. Like, yeah. just, it's, it's important to have this conversation. I don't, like, why is it that we should tear another woman down just so that, you know, another man could get above us? 
Exactly. Um, especially if, you know, we all, quote, unquote, you know, trying to follow equality I, or... I ain't got a lot of... I've kind of forgot um, the woman behind, like, the, the, the Gorilla Glue incident. So let me see if I can find her name real quick. Um, I know her, her first name is Tessica. Tessica. I, I believe Tessica? the last name is Brown. Tessica Brown, yes. Okay. So, yes, t- definitely protect Tessica Brown. And women that, honestly, like... I think one of the things I like gather from this is like, please stay out of women's business too. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like it's just y- y'all have no place in it. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, mm-hmm. and the point one percent that y'all do, y'all try to control us. And I feel like the biggest takeaway I've seen with all these women this week, week that have been brought up and everything, like I don't see no grace. I never see grace towards women, and mm-hmm. I want to see that more. Like I want to see people actually being able to level with women and understand like it's just regardless of where we're coming from like it it's it's literally the slightest i think the slightest moment that we op- like oppose yeah the structures of like patriarchy or whatever it may be is when we're no longer considered like a valid human being and we deserve disrespect and just we just speaking from two women ourselves um we just like we just obviously had to speak on this like i mean this is something that we also you know deal with in society so right um but I think it's time to vent. I think we got a little bit more venting to I do. I know. I kind of felt myself kind of <laughs> I was like, this is heavy. So, okay. I've been having a little a little trouble with understanding. As, mm. Like I said, people losing brain cells. Um, but I've been having a little trouble understanding. Okay, like I mentioned, my name is Zenabu, right? Mm. But... I, I know it's not the easiest name to pronounce. Um, and I actually saw a post today, and it said, like, um, something about, like, it, it, it's not hard to pronounce African names. By, by the way, I'm African as well. Um, but we kind of just, like, I, I had to bring this convers- conversation up because class came. <laughs> Do we need to stop? Yeah, <laughs> It's emergencies. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, shit, what's going on? My bad. Let me start. Not at the AMC. <laughs> at the AMC? Oh, oh. Somebody, somebody choked on some popcorn. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, did they drive fast? Oh, drive never fast? mind. Yeah. Not at the AMC. Wrong location. Look at you. Continue. <laughs> 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 okay. So, I had to bring this up because I started classes a few weeks ago. Um, and not like I started my in-person classes not too long ago and I just couldn't understand why my professors you know couldn't get my name right even though I feel like I like help them pronunciate my name Um, and I'm not I'm not getting the results the satisfaction I need I feel like there's no trying (laughs) there's no trying involved Um, and let's just say it's my white professors as well Um, yeah but, and I understand, like I said, my name is not very common, so I don't expect you to get it on first try to be like, there are some professors that I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I, I do get the moments where I'm like, damn, who, you said that? You said it right? You said it right. Wow, okay, I want to give you an I'm award. Here. I'm here. Thank Let you. everybody know. <laughs> Let, present. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Um, but it just kind of like upset me because I felt like um, yeah. we're going. I mean, we've had classes for like what now? Like a we pass a month? I don't even know. When did we start? Yeah. Time, I don't even know. But it 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 upset me because I was like, how many times do I have to correct you? Um, but how many times are you not trying to get my name right? Like it sounds like you're not putting in the effort to get to know me. Not only as a student, but also as an individual, as a human. Yeah. Um, I would make sure to get your name right no matter what. Exactly. So why is it, or address you by, you know, a certain title or, you know, mm-hmm. gender correctly. I, I really try my best. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's very upsetting, especially to, I know there's a lot of students here at Emerson that don't have very common names. Um, mm-hmm. And... It's, I like, there's so much meaning behind all of our names, um, and it's unique. So I don't know why people are not, you know, taking this. And I'm just saying anywhere. It could be Mm -hmm. in a job place. Like, it could be some random person that you met, you know. And, like, it's upsetting. Like, I know you also don't have a common name. I don't. And it's kind of surprising to me because it's like, it's just a letter off from Danica. And I hate referring it to Danica because mm-hmm. it's like, I shouldn't have to fucking refer it to another <laughs> like name. Like, get it right. Just get it right. <laughs> to get my name right. It's like, it's like it's from the point A to point B. Like, I don't want to do that. But, like, I, I get so frustrated because I'm like, it's not even like you get my name wrong. Like I'm not. Like, it, I'm not it, up yeah. in arms about it. I'm not it. judging you for that. I mean, sometimes I I do. I'm I do it myself. Like, but I'm, <laughs> I'm like the point like, is I'm always trying to correct myself because exactly. I know how important it is to know somebody, know someone's name, mm-hmm. to say it properly because there's so much meaning, there's so much history behind exactly. it. Your parents didn't just name you, you know, whatever it is that your name is for it to be mispronounced everywhere so that it can suit everybody's, you know, taste. Literally. I remember, <laughs> like, I remember receiving so many different pronunciations of my name. My, by the way, my name is pronounced Damica. Literally, people get so afraid to say the damn part. Say it part. again. Damica. <laughs> <laughs> people get so scared to say the damn part for some reason mm-hmm. that they'll try to, like, we- weasel their way out of it, like, Damica or Damica. Mm-hmm. I've received other ones, like, Dominica and <laughs> or, like, Demicia. And I'm like... Dominica? I'm like, who? Where does the letters transfer? It's D-A-M-I-C-A. <laughs> like, Dominica? Where's the end? Like, it's just those little moments and everything, though. It's like... Like, sometimes I will go into a class, and if I automatically feel like this professor won't try, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I played one time where I didn't, like, respond to this person, like, to this professor mm-hmm. when they said my name wrong. And they were like, can someone tap on your shoulder? I was like, it's Damica. And I, like, went back to work. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, sorry, Damica. But it was just, like, the whole entire time this man, like, I've, re- like, corrected him in the past and everything, and he still, you know, he still breezed over it. Like, I remember having one teacher being, like, Oh, tomato, tomato. And it's like... No, not to me. I know you're not saying that with your big up, Ellie, right now. I'm, like, I know you're not saying that with your Stanley Stan, Billy Bob, Joe name. <laughs> like, like, I don't... I don't understand. All right, Bob. Get it like, right. <laughs> like, it's the, mo- it's, it's the people with the most blandest names <laughs> that like. want to say something. And it's like... I just... I don't know. I think for the uh, majority part of it too is like 
what I'm also seeing is that like complicated names when it comes to like um, what, whether it's like white actresses, white mm-hmm. actors, and everything, there's to the T. Gets like enunciated to the T. You, you know what? This also this is probably like sidetrack, but mm-hmm. this also brought me back to when me and Scott was watching Lupin, right? Lupin. Lupin. Oh, Lupin? it's on uh, no, Netflix, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And um, the like mistress he was like um, kind of messing with was talking about his main girl, and she was saying, like, oh, her, even her name's boring, like, mm-hmm. um, and I said, well, can't be me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. So I was just like, please make sure, like, you get, like, it don't matter, your students, I, I feel like this happens a lot in classrooms. Like, I grew up, too, also. I've gotten every name of the book. I was like, at this yeah. point, that's why I got so many nicknames. I don't even know which one. I got mo- multiple personalities I could be going with. Truthfully, <laughs> I was talking to Sky also about this yesterday. <laughs> like, um, I oh, and Sky's um our, our marketing manager, yes, head and everything. So slash my roommate slash our friend, our friend, <laughs> extraordinary. <laughs> she's gonna be famous. Uh, she's yeah, she's too. gonna be famous one day. So. <laughs> <laughs> So make sure you watch out. Tune in, okay? <laughs> Alexa's over there staring at us with this. You know what? <laughs> she's also our like all around tech. Yeah, she's doing audio. Yo, we gotta we gotta figure out the the exact title. It might be multiple titles, but just know it's because we got multiple titles. It's at all after etc. titles. Literally, they are part of our our podcast team. So yeah. it's just the four of us right now. It is just the four of us. We kind of sidetracked about names. I ain't gonna lie. What 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 was I about to say? Um, but just going back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the name that I was gonna. Okay, so whenever I first came to Emerson and everything, I was like thinking to myself like, "Mm, should I stick with Damika? And I was just like, you know, what would be a cute name? Mika. No, not Mika. <laughs> and I was like, I was literally like, until the first day of class and everything, I, like, I was walking into the class, plopped down, all that stuff, and you know, roll call came, mm-hmm. and you know, the professor was the type where just like, just tell me your name, we'll deal with nicknames later. Yep. And I was just like, yeah, me and mine is just Damica today. <laughs> like, it's gonna be Damica tomorrow too. Probably. <laughs> like, I just like it never happened. But I'm glad it wasn't because Mika doesn't give me a vibe. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you were Mika. I'm not Mika. I think you were Damica for sure. I don't. I don't see. You know, so, I was really offended one time when someone said I look like a Samantha. I was about to beat their ass. <laughs> beat it for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, Samantha. Fucking like Samantha. Um, but yeah, I like because I'm like. I've got Zenabow, Zenaboo, Zainabu. Um, mm. I got I got so many different crazy names that I can't even remember. And you know, sometimes I would want to try to try to make it more easy for other people. And I'm like, why should I do that? Because now exactly. it puts me in a space where mm-hmm. I feel like literally I'm not getting as much acceptance, but also why should I water down my name? to fit a white society. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's literally me not being proud of who I am or, like, what my parents, like, you know, name me as. And so I feel like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, especially, especially now, you know, working, I was like, I'm going to put 
my full name. I, I really, like, I was like, because I, I haven't really seen anybody with that name. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, makes me exactly. out from the, from the others. Exactly. And so sometimes, yeah. I mean, sometimes I let people call me Zen. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, Zen is cute because it's, you know, mm-hmm. Zen. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a calm thing. But, like, um, I feel like I let people who are, I would say, one, like, close to me or that I feel like, you know, like I don't get no judgment or that they kind of know me. Um, those are the people that I'm like, oh, yeah, you could call me. You could just call me Zen. I'm very mm-hmm. comfortable with you, I guess. And so yeah. that way I'm like for sure. Yeah, yeah, I know you know my full name, um, mm-hmm. but it's fine if you want to call me a nickname because like, you know, I don't right. mind from you. But I from other people, I mentioned like just call me my full name. Um, mm-hmm. And even one of my bosses too, by accident, I like ended my email with um, uh, Zenabu instead of Zen, mm-hmm. and she was like, she was like panicking. She was like, oh my gosh, like, are, did you not want me to call you? And I thought that was oh. really nice of her. Oh, I was about to say, I thought she was gonna do something else. I was like, no. <laughs> like, who is this? <laughs> I know your name is Zen. But who's Zenabu? Zenabu. <laughs> no, but she was just like, um, do you no longer go like, do you no longer go by this name? Like, oh, is it all right? Um, if I call, I didn't even catch it because mm-hmm. I was sw- I switched so often between yeah. it. That, and sometimes Zen is is three three letters, right. so it's easy. Um, but yeah, I I feel like it's just way too important to let my name just like you know, literally like flow off people's tongue and not right. really understand like what the significance of it is. Mm-hmm. You take a, a way of um, you take a piece of someone's you know identity away from that if you don't get to really understand what their full name is you know some people are even curious as to like what your name means and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i think that's important um and just know a lot of you guys out there have some really 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 unique names Mm -hmm. and no one else well at least i'm i'm like speaking from like i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) um a lot of people don't have these names, so yeah. I think it makes you stand out, but I think it also um, adds to your character, your personality. So, you know, make sure make sure you let people know how comfortable you are with how they pronounce your name, why it's important, mm-hmm. and don't just let people, you know, brush walk on off. by, brush yeah. it off. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I feel like in conjunction with that, um, you know, growing up in the places that we did grow up, mm-hmm. I feel like my name... Um, like, I grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina and everything. Mm. So being um, below the Bible Belt in the South and everything like that was really interesting to see how my name would, uh, like, transfer and everything. Yeah. I'm also curious because I, I've never been to the South, so. Because, like, I'm from, I mean, majority, it's just white people. But, <laughs> like, it was interesting. As I've heard. As you've heard. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. But, like, I mean, I grew up in a... Like, it was crazy because I grew up in a more predominantly, like, black community and mm-hmm. everything. But then I moved um, with whatever my father, like, being in the military and everything. I had to move to another location to get closer to the military base and everything. I ended up living in a predominantly white, mm-hmm. like, com- community and everything where everything was surrounded by farms. Everything was surrounded by 
cow manure like tractors would be literally on the road wow dirt roads racism like it was literally like street names were named after robert e lee like it was those type of like things and it's crazy because like whenever i thought about my name how i would present it like in like middle school and high school and everything i was like I don't, want, I don't want this name like yeah. no like i was like automatically I, I didn't want this name just because like a lot of the i guess students and everything mm-hmm. and all the teachers will kind of play into this joke of like damica and it's like yes bitch it's damica but you know I, over the years I mean, we kind of had a name play on damica's name too but that was like <laughs> later on after like afterwards exactly. we was like damn cuz uh. <laughs> That was different though. That was different because my thing was y'all are my friends. Like, these people were just like, re- like literally. Pre- she like, said, "I don't know y'all. I don't know y'all." And like, you know, being a teacher. But I mean, it's just like one of those things that um, I remember being like a sore thumb sticking out mm-hmm. and everything. That's what it always feels like. And yeah. it it does feel like that. You start to like kind of reimagine like what your name would be instead. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I can't see my name being like any other one because like I don't, I don't it, feel that because my name means friendly and you know oh, I could, that's cute i could be friendly you know like <laughs> yeah she she can be a little friendly don't do that i, I am friendly yeah. <laughs> but, i have to disagree but yeah um, i guess but <laughs> but yeah. that's definitely the opposite of where i grew up from um i grew up mm-hmm. from new york city um specifically brooklyn um she goes shout out to her borough. Come on, I, shout out to all, all all my people from Brooklyn. Um, I okay, I kind of don't live there right. Now. I'm talking about I kind of. I don't live there right now. I live in Queens. Um, but we don't talk about that. I just, I just sleep, eat, <laughs> breathe you. there. Okay. Um, I can't. So, but I grew up in Brooklyn. Um, and like the area I was mostly surrounded by was a lot of um the latin community but mm-hmm. also i did have a mixture of you know the black community and i'm talking about like bushwick brooklyn like i'm not talking about dumbo like no mm-hmm. we, we're not talking about them touristy spots okay mm-hmm. um and so everybody kind of felt like the same even though in my school like the school that i went to i went for middle school and high school so i know mm-hmm. these people for like forever basically but yeah. um, we had a large, like, Latin community, um, Hispanic community. Um, and so we always felt like everybody just was grouped together. Everybody felt as one. Um, it was definitely growing up in New York City, you get a lot of different um, people, a lot of different personalities. I'm telling you, like, the, yeah. the range is, like, out there. Like, I have friends from, I think, about almost every every race or, you know, group. Um, and so it's like, it's just mind blowing, like of like the diversity that Mm -hmm. I get in New York city that I can definitely see the very opposite here in Boston. Um, Boston is wider than I thought. Yeah. Um, even though it's, we are, we are literally in the city, like in downtown Boston and, it still don't feel as yeah. diverse. Um, I feel like it you have is. To travel outside yeah. of like, downtown. Yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah, and I don't know Boston that much. So like, like you mentioned, like you kind of got to go out there. Mm-hmm. I've definitely heard that you know, 
there's different communities like in Dorchester, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Seven Hill, uh, East Boston. Yeah, so yeah. it's different um, just coming here and, you know, just seeing, like, how it is. Like, one of my first experiences here, mm -hmm. actually, was when we went to Trader Joe's. Um, I'm talking about, like, me and my, you know, sweet mates slash roommates. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a... I think she was a student. Um, it was a, a black woman, and um, she was like, she saw me. I had, I don't know, coincidentally, I ended up being in her um, her register. Mm -hmm. So she was checking out my stuff, and she's like, you know, Boston is very racist. I said, oh. She, she I said, not my first week. <laughs> she not lie? my first week here. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know the place. <laughs> Can I go? Can I get my apples? That's, I said, let me, um, let me get my bread. <laughs> so, do I want to check out or not? Or just, or just check out and go back home? But, um, it was like, that was like, wow. That was interesting to hear. Because I'm like, I didn't think anybody would, you know, just blurt it out to me or just like, and... It was just like it. It was very like weird. Um, but going through, you know, we've yeah. been here for about like three years now. It's it's. Yeah. It she she right. It is <laughs> it is racist. <laughs> um, it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm just like wow. It's yeah. a lot of things. I would, I would say like the racism up here is is kind of it's so different from like the south too because mm -hmm. like. Like the racism up here, it's blatant. It's like microaggression and everything based. I feel like, I mean, I don't want to drop my work, but like, <laughs> you know, I've had experiences at work and everything mm -hmm. where I was like put off by a comment or like, or even in class where I was put off by a student who thought it would be okay to speak over mm. like P POC centric issues and everything. So, um, with that being said, I feel like the racism in, so in the South and everything, um, when I first moved there, I remember there was a story of like. What you mean in move? When I moved to North Carolina, okay. like when I was twelve and everything. Okay. Yeah. When I moved uh, over there, I remember there was a certain road where it was like, "Don't go to that gas station. Like, don't go over there." And I was like, wow, "Why?" That's scary. And it was like, that's where the KKK recruits usually go. Ooh. And like the KKK was super like prevalent in like Ooh. my school area and everything and I remember being like what and I remember this like one of my friends being like yeah when I was little I remember seeing like them marching like ar along the streets oh. and it, it the fact that it was so blatant and the fact that like cops would drive past which is another reason why abolish this, this <laughs> abolishment a, this is scary guys it, it's like that and it was like moments like that where um I would feel very unsafe and everything mm -hmm. but also too I think there was a lot of blatant, like, um, examples of, like, exclusion and, like, targeting. I remember, like, I wasn't even talking. <laughs> like, you know how you and, like, on a field trip, everybody talking, everybody mm -hmm. chit-chattering or whatever. And all of a sudden, like, I'm all the way in the back, mind you. I'm talking to um, one of my friends, and all of a sudden, all I hear is, Danica, come up here. And I'm like... What? Like everybody, mind you, everybody was What'd like do, octaves. <laughs> like everyone was octavely Ooh. speaking. That's exactly what I said. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. And, like I remember like being pulled up, 
and they were they were just like why are you talking why are you being so loud i was like the whole the, the, the way i was talking was the way i'm talking to you right now like and it's not coincidentally i was the only like person of color there mm. and it's like you know examples like that it, she was threatening that the police officer was gonna walk like right beside me and everything the whole trip and i was just like oh no Bro, what the oh, fuck? No. And mind you, this wasn't even like a teacher or anything. This was like a chaperone for one of the girls' like parents oh, or whatever that was in my class, who was also besties with. The, it was a lot. Of I nepotism. was about to say, take her out of the nepotism. school system, but she Literally. didn't even work there. She don't even work there. Take her out of her job then. Literally, and I feel like there was so many gross like white men too, um, that constantly preyed on like just girls in general, but mm-hmm. also like there was a difference whenever it came to like POC and mm-hmm. everything. And it was a very fetishized space. It was it was a different like like I think it's weird because like I couldn't reconcile with like oh that's racist at the time and yeah. everything just because of the fact that like it was so predominant you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. at first I usually internalized it and being like oh that's my fault oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying like it was like oh my bad like yeah. I should probably change this and whatever but. Yeah, it was definitely scary. But coming up here too, you kind of like I was like expecting like the fresh air, and being yeah. like, "Ooh, I'm okay." And then <laughs> I come here, I'm like, oh, "We still in the same waters." Yeah, <laughs> still it's, the same waters. there's there's gonna be there's gonna be judgmental. There's gonna be racist mm-hmm. people everywhere, no matter where you go. Um, and I feel like, oh, you know, even though we're like from two different complete pla- like completely different places. People are like, you know, there's, you know, less racism here, but that right. doesn't even make it any better because it's not it's about a, that. It's like a, it's the fact that it's, it's still racist. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, you're still going to possibly encounter it someday. Exactly. Um, exactly. But, yeah, definitely, I feel like where I grew up, I feel like there was a lot more expen- uh, acceptance and stuff like that. Nobody was really, like, you know, rah, 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 up in your face, mm-hmm. you know, shouting all these, you know, yeah. der- derogatory terms or anything like that. But mm-hmm. there, there still are, you know, microaggressions um, mm-hmm. and, you know, just the way certain people, like, you know, I don't know, just, like, act around different, like, like act around yeah. you um, in public spaces. Or, but, like, fake wokeness, too. I've oh, yeah, that's this, true. like, really predominant up That's here. true. Yeah. And they want to be, and then you're like, wait, but what you just said was racist. And then they're like, no, 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 no. I didn't You're mean it like that. that. I didn't mean it. But I just meant, like, you... Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Wait a like, minute. Stop right there. Literally. Because <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I mean, being an Everson and everything, predominantly white uh-huh. institution, I feel like while a majority of people are liberal, maybe radical and everything, mm-hmm. y'all, it's, y'all it's, still good. Some of y'all right? still be... No. Some, some, some of y'all be faking out there. The conversation for another time. Yep. That's, that's a lot of a uh, performative and performance. Uh, I mean, the acting. You know, we may, we may go to an art school, but a lot of y'all still be performing the hell out of that. So, um, so I'm gonna need y'all to stop this. In and out of the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it's a diff- it, It's like there's distinctions, but mm-hmm. it's like the same. Like we still in the same boat. And and. Like, and we still gonna end up talking more about this. Exactly. Like it don't stop right there. And um, the, another thing too to point out is like I'm not like I'm non-black POC and everything, mm-hmm. and it's uh, like there's still privileges I still hold and everything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's the one of the things that I feel like a lot of non-black POC don't recognize is like you still have privilege. Yeah, you still, like you still, you still have. have you still have privilege. 
Alexa Saints. Alexa Saints. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> She's like, y'all done yet? <laughs> but it's true. Like, it's like y'all like refuse to acknowledge like this certain way, so you do benefit mm-hmm. um, in your proximity to whiteness. That's true. Like everyone. And that's that's a huge. Like we're still a deep conversation because like yeah. not only privilege as in race but there's different privileges like even within the same you know even within the same race mm-hmm. um like my my black experiences probably not like somebody else mm-hmm. somebody who grew up you know in a you know luxury type of um elitist type mm-hmm. of status um it, there's it's differences there. It's huge. There, it's yeah. it's a lot. But um, will we unpack that all today? No, we won't. No, but we will. <laughs> we will. I didn't want to say it like that, but like we will. We, we <laughs> stay tuned. Okay. Yeah, just a little something. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we we starting to wind down. Um, yeah. Um, this is towards the end of our yeah. We about to end it all. Yeah, yeah. Not who? okay. End the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, so, yeah, we got our last segment. Mention an intention. Yes, yes. And we just wrapping it up for you guys. We just yeah. coming down with our final thoughts. Yeah. On um, things that, like, either we want to see more of mm-hmm. um, in ourselves or things we want to see more of, like, the conversations we were talking about today. Yeah, for sure. And what we're going to talk about is just... Well, like going back to making sure our name takes up space. Yep, names take up space. Like, I I think I, I had to reconcile with the fact that like, first off, Damka is not a complicated name. Zenabu is not a complicated a name. name. It's literally the if willingness. If you try, the it's willingness not complicated. Is li- that's all it takes? Like, I, you'd be surprised how little effort it mm-hmm. takes to really just... If you could study listen. all these vocabulary terms, these long vocabulary terms that you don't know, and you could spell it out, and you could say it right, then I'm I'm pretty sure you could get my name right, too. If you could say that uh, one white girl's name from, a, what was it called? Uh, oh, the Lovely little, Bones. Lovely Bones, Little Women. If you could say her name, you, you, you can, can say, say mine. Okay. My bad, my bad Alexis, on immediate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, take, our names take up space. Yeah, mm-hmm. make sure your name takes up space. This is important for everybody um, because at the end of the day, it's not only just about your name, but it's about what you represent, how people, you know, how you want people to, I guess, see you mm-hmm. in a way. Um, and so that's just like a big, like overall, you know, just concept. And it's, I feel like you're probably like, oh, name. But, like, it's there's so much more to that. Like, I, I can't even explain it. But Like, it's, I mean, it's your identity. It's your story. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's the thing that you, like, like you said, like, you have some people call you Zen because it signifies, like, a certain friendship between mm-hmm. both of you. Like, that, there's For those sure. little things that I feel like matter and they take up space. Like, all of you takes up space. Mm-hmm. But I think what we need to start doing is deconstructing like what what exactly for us will take up space so you know for all my um unique names out there you know who you know doesn't get pronounced on the first try it's okay like take it up yes. space we we not do whatever we we literally not gonna beat you down just because you ain't said right the first time that okay. and also too like 
I know it can get draining to correct people every time. So if you, I know, if mm-hmm. you want to be petty as me, um, you can just ignore them mm-hmm. until they get. Right. You, got, you got the right. You have the right. Like, like I'm sorry, Susan. <laughs> I'm sorry, Susan. Everyone knows how to say your name. We get it. Literally, it's we get it. Susie, Susan, Susan, Susan. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just gonna like. Go back. Um, I think it's it's just very important as two women, right? Two women of complete different race, but also races that are not within the white framework. Yeah. Yeah. Me white. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I just hate the term like POC minority. Mm-hmm. You know, BIPOC, BI. Like the I hate it. I'm not, like, I mean, if y'all could come up with some new new words that's in a flavor, it was probably even created by a white person themselves as how to call us. Um, mm. I hate that in general, but I, I'm not going to go too much in that since mm. we turned, like, winding down. But I was just thinking, as women, it's important to just kind of make sure that we do get the voice as much as anybody else. Um, um, we we put a lot of a lot of work into, you know, whether it's a business, whether it's the, you know, we don't have to be these traditional norms that we not, we, we, it's, it's 2021, okay? We're not living in no white man's society. Mm-hmm. Well, at least for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me. Um, so I'm like, like we, you know, there's other women that have been under, you know, under the attack, such as, you know, mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion, you know, yeah. Megan Denise herself. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, you mentioned um, Lauren London, like when we was like yes. writing, mm-hmm. like kind of talk like, about this briefly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like women, like it. What I find it really like weird and significant too is the fact that like y'all are able to believe all the horrendous acts that are done against women when it's spoken about them, mm-hmm. not when it's spoken from them. And I think that says a lot about how y'all view women, how y'all perceive specifically black women and how y'all just refuse to acknowledge the privileges y'all have and everything and i'm speaking mainly to the white cis male community but Mm -hmm. i mean also to every man out there too and you know women's history month is actually coming i believe the, the next month after this so um during this month but even more beyond that I think we we deserve a lot of things, okay? Um, but yeah, it's just like, why is it always an attack against women? Um, is it because you don't want to, you know, feel belittled, um, or I feel as belittled, belittled as a woman in mm-hmm. a man's um, group? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's something yeah. y'all should ask about yourself. Um, y'all want to keep. Like demonizing femininity when y'all absolutely need some femininity. <laughs> like, exactly. You need to process your emotions, Just, not punch holes in the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do better. Come yeah, on. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah and I think, you know, the last thing we have is just kind of the how we've been talking about how to do social change, activism, mm-hmm. the difference between activ- activism and performative activism. Um, so if you're going to do it, do it right. Literally, I, I really don't, 
Like, I think it's past the point of you just post it on your Instagram. Yeah. Or past we we the passed point. that point. Yeah, I, like, we, we already know that one, okay? Exactly. Everybody's been doing it all summer. Like, or whatever it may be, like, it, it's, it comes off clear that you're ingenuine about mm-hmm. lactose being put out and everything. So I think, you know, it's time to really reframe the ways that we can educate ourselves and we can actually put the words into practice and everything and make spaces for those who need to be made for and everything mm-hmm. and use your privileges whenever you can because like in the end for of the day sure. like i should not be seeing you like one thing i had a problem with like over the protests uh, last year over the summer mm-hmm. was seeing so many non-black poc and white um people basically speaking over like black people and just dominate the whole the whole Movement. message of like what it's for like exactly and it, like we can e- we can equally talk about um, Black Lives Matter and also talk about other issues too, too, too. without discounting them out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen that within the Asian community, I've seen that with the Latinx community. Mm-hmm. Like, first off, there's anti blackness in both, but two, yeah. there's such an inherent, like, disdain for allowing black people to take up space mm-hmm. that y'all y'all are not seeing. And, and it's a thing, like, you gotta understand, you gotta learn, okay? You you can have privilege. You can want to be part of you know helping people out of in the movement. You got to learn how to respectfully go in these people's spaces and actually you know help out in a way that is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Like don't just oh yeah I mean they let me in so like oh I'm gonna be the voice for you know everyone and anyone in that group. Like that's that's not what we asked for. We said if you want to, you know, help us out, if you want to join, we're not disregarding that. But make sure you know how to come correct, okay? Literally. Like, we don't need no white saviors or anything like that. And remove the narrative that <laughs> you need to be saving something yeah. before ever going into activism. Like, especially, if, like I mentioned before, like, for Black History Month, let black educators, black people tell their stories. Like, you... Just sit there and listen, like, bitch. <laughs> like, just, that's all you all have to you do. All you gotta do is sit down and listen. Listen proactively, too. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times I feel like a lot of people just be playing it and not actually registering and what's being yeah, said. Yeah, and we talking about, yes, like you said, registering, actually mm-hmm. listening. We're not talking about, oh, okay, yeah, I got it. Right. But, you know, because this has a large effect on anybody that you encounter with, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think that's that's, that's all that's all we got for you. That's all we have for our episode. But be sure to check us out on all of our socials for sure. Yes, please. Um, thank y'all so much for joining us in our pilot episode. But you know, until next time, y'all. We'll catch y'all later. Yes. Make sure you check out all our platforms. Um, we will have all that somewhere below. Um, but we will make sure make sure you tune in because we got more to talk about. We got a lot. We just started and we're excited. Um, so right. we want to say thank you, thank you to our team, thank, thank you, you to too. Alexis Metcalf, um, who is our videographer um, slash producer slash etc slash working title, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also thank you to Sky. I don't know if she want to be addressed by her full name, but uh, okay. Thank you to Scott <laughs> Skyler Figaro. Um, uh, she's our marketing 
manager slash social media slash also etc and working title as well and lastly we want to make sure that not lastly we want to make sure we thank the team at waveform mm -hmm. um that we were able to like pitch our ideas to them and that's how we kind of came up with this podcast we kind of didn't dig into why we started this podcast but um i guess that's for next episode next episode <laughs> y'all can know how this all started um yeah, you know but thank you, thank you to our team, thank you to Waveform team, and thank you all for listening, whoever decides to listen. We hope y'all can push this conversation even further, um, and we hope that y'all can check in with us, um, and you guys can also check in with us too. Please do, because you know, we're cute, and we, oh, we no. run the show. So. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but for real though, make sure you guys check us out, and until next time, right. see y'all later. Yep.